Mormon Discussion Podcast is about helping Latter-day Saints like you lead with faith while tackling deeper, complex issues within Mormonism. All financial support goes directly towards keeping the podcast alive and supporting listeners like you. To support the podcast, please consider becoming a premium subscriber at mormondiscussionpodcast.org. Again, that's mormondiscussionpodcast, all one word, dot org. You can do this for as little as $1.50 a month or $12 a year. And this will also reward you by letting you listen to premium episodes like this one months before the general public has access. Thanks for listening. And now, on to what you've been waiting to hear. Welcome to another episode of Mormon Discussion Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real. The last couple of weeks have been tough and I've been trying to think and work my way through all of this and to think about how all of this fits together and, and find some way to, to do what I've always done, which is to lead with faith. And, uh, I certainly want to make sure that, that I make it clear that, that this has not been easy. And I know that many of you have grappled with this in the same way. I heard a talk this Sunday that that begin to help me kind of make sense of things. And so I want to play a few parts of that today as we talk our way through this. And so with that, let's go to uh, President Henry B. Eyring. Many of you are now passing through physical, mental, and emotional trials that could cause you to cry. To cry. A lot of us have spent time crying. A lot of us have spent time angry and upset. And we're looking for answers. We're looking for solutions. And those solutions only come one way. There seems to me no better answer to the question of why trials come and what we are to do than the words of the Lord himself who passed through trials for us more terrible than we can imagine. The Savior is the answer. We've talked numerous times on this podcast about where our trust should be placed. Now, I have to be honest, in many ways with what just happened, my trust with the top 15 men has been broken. But I have always argued, always argued, that in some ways, even when the church fails, it does exactly what it is called to do, which is to turn us to Christ. And in this moment, that's what it has done. You and I have faith that the way to rise through and above trials is to believe that there is a bomb in Gilead and that the Lord has promised, I will not forsake thee. The Savior has not forsaken us. He has not left us. He has not quit on us. Rather, he stands ready to help us at this time when everything around us seems so bleak. I know that I have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and that once again I've had to learn that perhaps I was placing some of my faith somewhere else. And I realize it. many of us are hurting. So many of us have teetered on the edge and have contemplated giving up. You may have seen the need for that foundation as I have. 
at the bedside of someone ready to give up the fight to endure to the end. If the foundation of faith is not embedded in our hearts, the power to endure will crumble. Do you see that? Elder Eyring is saying, look, if your foundation is anywhere else, if your foundation is on prophets, seers, and revelators, if your foundation is on the idea that this church will always do good, if your foundation is on the fact that the the brethren will always have those on the margins in their best interest, then that foundation will crumble. Your foundation needs to be in the Savior Jesus Christ. And so for those of us who have been sitting here teetering on the edge. My challenge to you is to pick up your bootstraps and let's just jump back in and try this again. But this time with more of our faith in the Savior himself and not in any appendage, accessory, or tool. The ground must be carefully prepared for our foundation of faith to withstand the storms that will come into every life. That solid basis for a foundation of faith is personal integrity. Our choosing the right consistently whenever the choice is placed before us creates the solid ground under our faith. And with that, the challenge stands to be full of integrity, to be true to yourself. Certainly you shouldn't fake it. Certainly you shouldn't hold back protecting those on the margins. Certainly you should be an advocate for the feeble knees and the hands that hang down. But we need to do it with greater love. We need to do it with greater willingness to bear that burden. We need to do it with a greater humbleness. And so my challenge is that we will speak up more adamantly, speak out more directly, but do so with not the intention to crumble another's foundation, but with the only goal in mind to lift up Christ and to lift up those who are the weak and who cannot do so for themselves. Now I wish to encourage those who are in the midst of hard trials, who feel their faith may be fading under the onslaught of troubles. Trouble itself can be your way to strengthen and finally gain unshakable faith. Moroni, the son of Mormon in the Book of Mormon, told us how that blessing could come to pass. He teaches the simple and sweet truth that acting on even a twig of faith allows God to grow it. Quote, And now I, Moroni, would speak somewhat concerning these things. I would show unto the world that faith is things which are hoped for and not seen. Wherefore, Dispute not, because ye see not, for ye receive no witness until after the trial of your faith. I have a challenge for each of the listeners, and I will share that with you here shortly. Our foundations have to be placed upon Christ. Our faith has to be in him. The church will let us down. In some ways, it is those experiences with the church that are actually positive, and here's why. Because again, they force us to focus towards Christ, but it's bigger than that. When this church messes up in ways like it did in this last few weeks, it's going to have to come to terms with itself. It it probably, in fact, I would just almost say assuredly, has has caused 
this situation to be resolved sooner because of how it handled this, that it will have to recognize sooner that this is not a stable path to go down. And so, my friends, hang in there. Hang in there. The Lord loves each of us, and he is truly going to take this situation, and he is going to turn it around, and he is going to find a way to make this work for good. Wherefore, you may also have hope and be partakers of the gift if you will but have faith. That particle of faith, most precious, and which you should protect and use to whatever extent you can, is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Moroni taught the power of that faith this way, quote, And neither at any time hath any wrought miracles until after their faith, wherefore they first believed in the Son of God. We must have faith, faith in the Savior, faith in his atonement, faith in his love, faith in his ability to make good out of a situation that he did not choose to happen the way it did. Faith in him. The scriptures tell us, nobody can argue with this, the scriptures tell us to trust in him completely, not in anything else. To trust in him wholly, completely. Today, brothers and sisters, I'm asking you to trust in Christ, to trust in the Son of God, to trust in his grace and his mercy, to make this situation work out just the way it needs to, and for his love and kindness to apply to all it will hurt along the way. I have another encouragement to those who now wonder if their faith in Jesus Christ will be sufficient for them to endure well to the end. I was blessed to have known others of you who are listening now when you were younger, vibrant, gifted beyond most of those around you, yet you chose to do what the Savior would have done. Out of your abundance, you found ways to help and care for those you might have ignored or looked down upon from your place in life. This situation has set you up perfectly. You're out of the box. You realize what is going on. Your eyes are open. This challenge is an opportunity to speak up. My challenge to you is on this next Fast and Testimony Sunday to stand with the members of your ward the members of your congregation and bear your testimony and to bear testimony of the worth of souls and to bear testimony that while what has happened recently may give someone in your congregation, someone in your chapel, someone in your church, the feeling that they are not wanted, the feeling that they are not needed, the feeling that they need to leave. Let them know that you love them that you want them, that you stand ready to support them and to put an arm around them and welcome them. It's your chance to stand up and bear testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ and to let everyone in that congregation know because somebody there, somebody there is thinking the same thing. Am I wanted here? You have a chance to tell them they are and to let them know that they are loved and cared about, and that while they may feel like the institution has told them otherwise, that you, as one of the representatives of the Savior, stands ready to welcome and love them as much as humanly possible. That is my challenge to you. When hard trials come, 
the faith to endure it well will be there. Built as you may now notice, but may have not at the time that you acted on the pure love of Christ, serving others and forgiving others as the Savior would have done. You build a foundation of faith from loving as the Savior loved and serving for Him. Your faith in Him led to acts of charity that will bring you hope. Do it out of love. Don't do it out of a need to set others straight. Don't do it out of a need to fix someone. Don't do it out of a need to make yourself look good. Don't do it out of a place of pride. Don't do it out of a place of anger. Don't do it out of a place of animosity. Do it out of a place of love. Stand. Stand with me. I will stand this next fast and testimony Sunday, and I will bear my testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ, of the Lord's desire to help those with feeble knees and whose hands hang down, to help those who are the fatherless and the widows, to help those who are hungry, to help those who, with this policy change, feel marginalized and ostracized and unloved and unwanted, but do it out of love because you represent the Savior Jesus Christ. You stand in his place. If we have faith in Jesus Christ, the hardest as well as the easiest of times in life can be a blessing. In all conditions, we can choose the right with the guidance of the Spirit. We have the gospel of Jesus Christ to shape and guide our lives if we choose it. I bear testimony that if you'll do this out of love, that you will receive a testimony that you, too, are needed, that you, too, are wanted, that you, too, have a place here, and that you, too, can make a difference. May the Lord warm your shoulders. May he empower you with his spirit. May he guide you with his intelligence. May he forgive you with his mercy. And may he strengthen you with his grace. In the ever-sacred name of him of whom we should place our faith in, even Jesus Christ. Amen. Shoes.